1: Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Oh, it's been a busy week at work for you and
0: me, sir. Already, eh? It's only day two. Of the working week, and I already want to jump off a bridge.
1: (laughs) Well, I was enjoying work so much, I got a new job.
0: (laughs) Whoa, how about that? that, So there you go, just great news.
1: No contract signed just yet. No, but uh, but yeah, all change, all change on the Western Front. Have you got the
0: paperwork?
1: No paperwork yet.
0: Uh, Good, good, promising.
1: I got the thumbs up from the head. He said, Did "You, I want you, big fella." And then he's probably realised that I'm not very good. But anyway, we all live in I hope, th- don't we?
0: I so. thought he was Australian, not a Kiwi. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, so it's good, Have, mate. Good new school, you school, new start.
1: I've told my school. Yeah, not telling them on live on uh, on this podcast. So that's always a positive.
0: Mm. Um, Have you told but, yeah, other people yeah, was- at the school? <laughs>
1: Yes, I have. So it's it's out in the open, is it? Yeah, even before I sign the contract. So I'll look really stupid if i don't end up signing the contract. But anyway, one, I'm man. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sign that contract quicker than you can say. He's got more toe than a Roman sandal.
0: Hey, Dries a deep uh, and go.
1: It has been a really busy week when it comes to rugby with Six Nations squads being yes, um, put announced. out there. Yep, um, And there's been a whole host of other rugby stories that we're going to go over. Now, Tope's last week I was sent a very, very good document, a uh, very Easy good website word. to read over. And I think that was quite good. So the Razzler the Dazzler mm. has also sent me a doesn't wonderful... Like,
0: doesn't like being one-upped, does he?
1: No. No, the Razzle Dazzler has sent me also a fantastic article that I wanted to share with you today, and it was a little now, can bit. Can I just I stop think, you
0: there? Can I just stop you there? Go on. Do you think the listeners every time goes, "Oh, we got something from the Razzle or the Dazzle, They go, "Oh God!"
1: <laughs> no, because it's always good quality uh, it's information. Good, isn't it? It's good content. Better than How does your he do it? That you put out on a weekly, but he actually looks at rugby, mate. Do you know what does I mean? Does he? He actually does a bit of work. Uh-huh. That's why.
0: Ah, uh, It's a pity he's got no personality. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Low blow. <laughs> I'm joking. Anyway, I'm joking.
1: <laughs> I, I've read this as a little bit of sour grapes, okay? So I'm not condoning this. <laughs> it's all about the fact that this is all from the New Zealand Herald. So here we go, sour grapes. So, Africa beat us. And now, what are we doing? We're turning the finger and saying it's all because they're juicing. And uh, we have mentioned this a number of years ago that we think there is a, a bit of an issue with the old juicing at the junior level. Um, but there is a little bit of evidence to say that there is a possibility that a number of the players are. Uh, In the World Cup squad, at some point in their career, whether they're doing it now or whether they've done it in the past, possibly have juiced in the past. Now, what I would say is, you know, as far as I'm aware, there is a pretty decent testing program going on, isn't there?
0: It'll be rigorous, I think, for, yeah, the international players.
1: I mean, I know that I've been drug tested, playing... in the NPC third division. So if I'm yeah, having but a... they saw watched...
0: your potential. They were like, this guy's a big dog. I reckon How have we not person, tested him?
1: I reckon they just fancied me and wanted wanted to watch me piss in a cup. That's what I'm just going to put out there, okay?
0: They, they've they heard but... stories, A eh, Honestly, it hits the floor. It hits the floor.
1: Who's <laughs> called tripod this lad? And when they see me, they're like, "Oh nope!" <laughs> they're like, "Nope, nope." The um, rumours are not true. They are not true. Who's um, been lying but, to us? <laughs> uh, but you know, I've been tested. So crikey, if I'm being tested, third div rugby championship, you can't tell me these professional players would think they can get away with it. Is my my point? Okay. So you know, you're getting ready for a World Cup. I don't. I don't think you'd you'd risk it for a biscuit, surely. And I, no. And also, I don't think that the systems around rugby are complex enough, funded well enough to be taking drugs that can beat, you know, the the test as well. It's like you know, you could imagine in Russia, you could imagine in big, big, big money sports, there must be a huge investment going into to. to beating such tests but I just don't think that's happening in rugby but they do make some good points saying well you know if it's going in and as a youth to get in then it must be very difficult to then you know not not keep taking them um but yeah I, I'm just saying there's only been one South African uh test match player which is the is it was it De, De, uh, not Deerlande Um, Anyway, one player, I can't pronounce his name, who has been proven to have taken performance-enhancing drugs. I have known other players to be caught taking recreational drugs and banned for that, but not performance-enhancing drugs.
0: No, yeah, I'm not. I I know his face, but I'm not sure his his name. He was the
1: winger, wasn't he? He was the winger.
0: No, no. Oh, he, the guy who's just been found out.
1: Oh, is there another one?
0: Yeah, there's a number 10. Number 10 with the, always had like the real funny haircut, didn't he?
1: Oh, was that drugs? I thought that was just because he was knocking off the, um, the physio.
0: Oh, nah, (laughs) nah, I don't think so. I
1: reckon he got done, mate, because he was knocking off the physio. I don't think he got done because he was juicing. But we could start a dirty rumor.
0: No, I think he he, I think he has. I think he has. But it's funny because okay. I got. Um, uh, I also got something from the Razzler, the Dazzler, uh, the Springbox Formula, winning Formula, Roids. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, but it does say here this particular drug, you can put on six to eight pounds of lean muscle, in an eight-week cycle. Yeah. That is impressive, isn't it? You know, you think you're yeah. going into like a World Cup and you wanna you wanna put on the lean muscle. They don't really need to though, they're the biggest human beings in the world.
0: Well that sort of goes quite nicely into my first news story.
1: Oh, are we gonna do breaking news kindly supported by our
0: Patreon members?
1: Oh, very good. Very good. Um, there you go.
0: Now we've only remember if you're a Patreon member, send us your number. And we'll add you to the group. Yes, there is already
1: a group of four,
0: <laughs> us two included. So,
1: us two included. So we're welcoming. It's really nice. Actually, we've had a few a few text messages already, haven't we? A few WhatsApps already. So it's been quite People good. WhatsApps.
0: Um. Anyway, Caleb Clark loses five oh, kilograms.
1: Yes. Oh, I had more than that, mate. I had him down. Did you? At losing, what? Eight KGs. What? Eight KGs. So obviously your story is slightly older than my no. story.
0: Your story is the same as my story. I'm just not very good at maths. <laughs> <laughs> or reading. Whoa. Hey. Sorry. That's not Sorry. very nice. No. Um so yeah, eight kegs. That's a lot. That's a hell
1: of a lot. For Because for, he, he is a big fella, isn't
0: he? Yeah, he's a big dude. The,
1: the picture that I saw also made him look real lean. He looked cut, didn't he? He looked cut, and I've never seen him look cut before. He's always looked like he's carrying a little bit extra. My, you know? I wouldn't
0: say he's carrying a little bit. He's got some thunder thighs, but also pre-season, so he's, he's going to be cut.
1: I reckon this he's, is it for him. I I reckon he, because when you read it, the story, he actually goes on and sort of says, I've still got time. And that kind of means talking about his NFL dream, not NFL, NRL, NRL dream. And he kind of saying, like, I've still got time. I'm still young. I can still give these All Blacks a, a go. And then, you know, if I don't make it, I can go across. But my point being, I'm guessing he's like, right, this is the year. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it this year. And then I'm through to the World Cup. Uh, but I've, I've got to fight for my place because, uh, you know, there's some bloody good players out in those wings, isn't there?
0: Yeah, that's where we're reasonably okay. Reasonably okay.
1: Now, my first story is was, like, was a bombshell for me, okay? And I did struggle with it for some time. It was Australia's long-term vision questioned after Joe Smith signs an 18-month contract to coach Australia. So the news for me is not about Australia's long-term vision. It's the fact that they have got one of the best coaches in the world to coach their team. I mean, he is the perfect person to take the Australian team. They are young, they're energetic, but they need kind of just shaping up, you know, and just getting them up to speed. And Joe Smith is the best man for that job in world rugby. They couldn't have got a better, better guy.
0: I agree. But, you know, again, I've seen a news story where some of the younger players um, in the Wallaby squad are looking at the NRL. They're looking at a switch.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: You know, know. so is he going to be a pull to then go – Come on, fellas. You know, you know my track record. You've seen what I've done. Let's let's be in it together. I
1: hope so. I mean we all need like the world rugby needs a good Australia. You know, don't get me wrong, I don't want to lose to Australia, I don't want to lose the Blitterslow, but if Australia are weak, then super is weak. If super is weak, then our players players are gonna get bored um, thrashing them every week. They're more likely to go overseas, so we need a strong Australia. Now, I was shocked because Joe Smith, as far as I was aware, didn't want to have, um, you know, lots of be a head coach again. As far as I was aware, um, so the fact that he he is going to, you know, be the, the head coach is, is quite quite a quite a massive thing for for the Aussie team to get him.
0: So I'm, uh, you know, I'm surprised, you know, he obviously. He obviously wants to make a quick difference because he's only signed eighteen months. So he's sort of going right. If I can do something in eighteen months, then I'll sign for another two, three years. You know, I'll take them to the World Cup. Otherwise, I'm off. You know, he's he's done quite well there. I is it's, it's, you know,
1: yeah. I I mean, I, it would turn me on, mate. You know,
0: if excuse me, you
1: didn't have. <laughs> It would turn me on, wouldn't it? You've got nothing to lose taking Australia at the moment. You know, Eddie Jones had everything to lose. Dave Reney had a little bit to lose. Joe Smith has got absolutely nothing to lose. If he goes to Australia and it all goes pear-shaped, you know, they are, they are rock bottom at the moment. So I'm saying he's got a bit of a free pass going into this, but I, I really, really think quite strongly that, that, it give them two years under him, eighteen months under him. They, I'm not sure they can be flying because I, I just can't see their Ford pack ever truly dominating other teams' Ford packs. But I definitely think that their work rate, their um, their backs, their defence will be flying in eighteen months. They'll all be on the same page. You look at what he did with Ireland, uh, yeah. They all knew exactly what they were doing together. <clears throat> you look at what he did with uh, New Zealand. He took a stale defence that was struggling to, to punch holes into a team that, you know, we, we, we started to get back to where we wanted to be. Um, a defensive structure that was, you know, everyone was proud of. So I, I'm real, real shame for New Zealand rugby that he's gone to Australia, apart from the fact we need Australia to be, to be pretty good.
0: So, okay, I'm just, I've just got the um, world rankings up. Where do you think Australia are? Oh, are
1: they something like eighth or tenth? They're between eight and ten, I think.
0: They are. They're nine. <laughs> <laughs> so you're spot on.
1: that is bloody fantastic, isn't it? Let's be See? honest about that. That is good. That is good. Right, mate. What's your? Oh, so is that your second story? The, the no. The, so my second rankings?
0: story, it can be, but my second story is like no, Finn, no, no. so. Uh, Finn Russell makes. Um, sorry, the the story says what Finn Russell makes of Owen Farrell signing for Russing. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> now, if you were in his shoes, what would you say?
1: I'd say absolutely brilliant, great yeah. idea. He's not going to be as good as me. At Russing ninety
0: two. Correct. And do you know who's coaching Russing?
1: Oh, uh no. I don't know.
0: Stuart Lancaster.
1: <laughs> oh no, I did know that. Yeah, that's oh, a great I mean well, no, I now that you mention it, it rings a bell. Right. You could have asked me that question a hundred times, I still would have not said him, but now that you said it, I I do yeah it does does ring a bell because I was really surprised to hear that he'd gone to France because he's always been someone that likes to be in and around his family home, which is in Leeds. So you know Luce. all his jobs he's taken before, and even Luce, in Luce, Leeds, Luce. you know when he when he went and, when he coached at Leinster, he would fly, yeah, you know back and forth all the time just so he could be spend time at home. Maybe he can still do that in uh, Racing ninety two.
0: Yeah, well, you know what are they playing at the moment? Is it the Champions?
1: Yeah, so the, basically the Heineken Cup. They don't call it the European Cup anymore because there's South Africa in
0: there. Oh yeah. So well, but, uh, you know, Russing, did they win it last time?
1: No, that was La Rochelle that won. I think they won it twice to the last two times back to back. So
0: yeah, yeah. Anyway, so it sort of goes on to say, well. It's not really important, but I was just wondering what you were, what you wanted to, or what you thought of it. Um, but he does go on to say, oh. you know, Paris is lovely. Um, he'll do really well there. He'll thrive under Stuart kind of thing. Because Stuart's coached him before in the 2015, in the, uh, sorry, in the yeah. successful 2015 World Cup for England. Very successful.
1: Mm. Very successful, yeah. But I think he's a good coach, as Stuart Lancaster. So without question, you know, you look at his results as a coach, even even with that England team, apart from that exit, he'd done really well going to that World Cup. He'd
0: he'd really developed that side. They had so much potential as well.
1: They did. They were about a year too early to that World Cup, weren't they?
0: Definitely. Definitely. I'm just
1: having to plug in my uh, laptop so, oh. so I don't run out of gas. So, so uh, oh no. just um just stick with me for a little bit while I do this. I'll be back. Well, what
0: in, I'm uh, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to actually figure out um how good Stuart Lancaster was coach wise. You look at wherever he's
1: been, success has followed. So I would say he's a very, very
0: good coach. Okay. He, he here was we a go. PE
1: teacher. He was yeah, a PE teacher. Oh,
0: great. Great. Really, really good. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So he coached 46 test matches. Yeah. 46. What was his win percentage out of those 46?
1: I reckon 50%. Oh,
0: God. That's harsh, man.
1: That's not bad for an England coach, I don't think.
0: Okay, he is 2-4. He's sixth on
1: 60%. Okay. Sixth of all you, time.
0: Sixth of all time. Who do you think tops Clive that? Woodward. Clive Woodward is fourth... On seventy one percent.
1: Wow, he had a great team as well. He did. Jeez, he was with them for a long time, so I guess he went. He was with them for
0: eighty three tests. Yeah,
1: that's a lot, isn't it for a for a coach? Um, who's better than that? Ugh, I don't really know that many. Um, I mean, Eddie Jones had a spell, didn't he? Where he he did really well with them, but then it fell off a fell off a cliff. So I would say eddie jones would just be in front of him eddie jones is top eddie jones is top yep <laughs> wow what was his win record i mean you know he won loads in a row didn't he but wow
0: yes so eddie jones was actually the coach for a very long time
1: how he many him for
0: 81 tests wow um with a win percentage of 72.8 it's
1: not bad that is it it's especially for an england team yeah I mean, imagine, if, imagine if he had have um, left a bit earlier, and <laughs> and not had a real shocker of like last two yeah. years, yeah. he would have had a hell of a win rate.
0: I know, I know, a
1: hell of a win rate. Yeah, that's impressive. That is, uh, mate. Um, my next story is Marky Marks. Mark, Sase. yeah I don't even know how to say it, but we all know who it is. Australian yeah. rugby's one of their best players. Uh, one of the young guns coming through, he has signed for the Sydney Roosters NRL team. Oh, so he has and, signed? Yeah. And when he was asked why, he went, I just want to win. <laughs> yeah. I just want to win. I'm sick of losing. Because, you know, he's, 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 you look at the Aussie teams, they struggle. As in, he, he was a New South Wales Waratah, you know, they hadn't won anything. Uh, he's then gone into Australia, they've been kicked out of the World Cup, and he's probably looking at the future going, well, nothing much is going to change over the next four years, so I might as well go and play a bit at NRL.
0: Yeah, fair.
1: And I think he'll make a hell of an NRL player, actually.
0: I agree. I agree. He was
1: one of, the, he was one of those kids who um, I actually thought the future was looking pretty bright for him after the World yeah. Cup. He was one that really stood out as a top player for the Aussie team. Yeah. Mate, so, what? Um, call, no, Oh, no, go on. No, sorry, You're sorry, not listening sorry. to me.
0: No, sorry. So, okay, so we were talking about um, Eddie Jones being the most successful England English coach, being yep. Australian. Um, <clears throat> who in New Zealand is the most successful over twenty tests? Graham Henry. You're wrong.
1: Oh, ah, uh, over twenty tests.
0: Twenty he's tests. Second. Well, he's third. He's third. You're gonna
1: like. You're gonna like pull out some. You know, all blacks team from the like fifties, aren't you? Oh, they didn't get. No, that's, that's
0: the Toby of old.
1: Okay, so go on. Who's number one?
0: Steve Hansen. Really? Oh, I don't. Yes. Re- I You know,
1: it sounds awful, but I didn't really rate Steve Hansen. I mean. No. Blatantly, he is down as number one coach, but he didn't hear a very good team. And arguably, they should have won three World Cups in a row, and he he completely and utterly mucked up by getting Fozzie in to coach the backs.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's it's really good. What do you think his percentage is? So bearing in mind that I think Steady Eddies was 72 or 71. He's going to be in like 85%. 86.9. <laughs> yes. What do you think Ian Forster's was?
1: Oh, he's the worst, I think. He's the worst, isn't he? No. So you've got to go back way, way back to beat him. I'm going to say his was like 67%. Nah, no, must be more than that. 73%. 69%. 695 Great number, though.
0: Oh, Damien.
1: <laughs> the only bit that ruins that number is the 0.5 on the
0: end. Although Scott Robinson is currently at the bottom.
1: Well, he hasn't played a game
0: Yes, yet. there you go. So well he's well actually, done. Hey, no skin off your nose, sir.
1: Do you know what? It's going to be very interesting uh, fast-forwarding a year and seeing how he does. mm. Definitely. Ah, oh, great little story there from you, sir. Great stats. Thank you. I always knew you were a stats man, uh, mate. What caught me your the stati- eye over
0: stati- statistician? What caught your, um, Jaco Piper? Yes, go on. Hang- hangs up his whistle.
1: Oh, it's a shame, actually. I think he is one of the best refs.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: Is it with immediate effect, or is this, um, yes? Because I think he effect. owns a law firm. I think he's got a family law firm. He's obviously going to go and, you know, be, be a lawyer I didn't know again. That. Yeah, I think so. Did not. Know uh, that. Yeah, shame. You know, it's. Uh, I don't think the quality of the younger refs coming through is up to the standard of the Yako Pipers of the world, um, the Nigel Lowings of the world. They were two, in my opinion, very good referees. And I don't think anyone's of that calibre. And obviously, um, Wayne Barnes as well. Those three, for me, were top, top top-class referees. Question to you, though, Toads, why are the New Zealand refs just not that good anymore? No, they're not, are they?
0: The only one that sort of internationally recognises, Ben O'Keefe.
1: Yes, and sometimes he's very good and other times he's not so. No, no, I flash. agree. He's a bit
0: inconsistent.
1: Hmm. A bit of a shame, isn't it? A bit like a lot of things in New Zealand. Used to be very good and not so not so uh, aged, not so well. Anyway, mate, uh, I've got a couple of things. The first one is this is a list of players who have played for England who are going to be playing a Applying their trade overseas in France next year. Okay. So you might know some of these names. You might not know all of them. Okay. But, but anyway, it's, it gives you, it gives you a flavor. So, Harry Williams, former Exeter chief, 19 caps for England. Okay. In 2021. So this is quite, quite new. He's not an old person, right? Okay. Jack Singleton. Uh, Kyle Sinclair is reported to be going to play overseas in Toulon next year. Okay. Really? Courtney Laws. Yeah. Courtney Laws. Dave Ribbons, Lewis Ludlam. Now, what I would say is, yes, you might look at that and say, okay, um, Courtney Laws at the end of his career. Yes. Okay. But not Lewis Ludlam. Now, this is a young guy. Yeah. Young guy. And joining Jack Willis, who also is a young guy who could be playing for England right now. Sam Simmons, another young guy that could be playing for England. Dan Robson, don't know Dan Robson very well. Owen Farrell, the current or was the current England captain. Christian Wade, and we all know Christian Wade. I would love to see how he's doing at Wrestling 92 um, because, you know, Going to the NFL didn't work out for him, was it? Another one is Joe Marchant. Another young guy could be playing. Jonathan Joseph, another young guy could be playing. Jack Noel, again. And the big one, the youngest of them all, is Henry Arundel. So all of these players... Oh, yeah, I heard
0: he's gone, yeah.
1: You know, could be playing for England, are going to be playing overseas next year. And I think it's just the way that, well, you know, that the... The door has opened and and maybe the floodgates will soon follow, is my point. And the only other story I've got is that the New South Wales Waratahs become the first member union in Australia's formally committed Rugby Australia plan, which means that they're centralising, like in New Zealand, uh, they're going to centralise all the clubs. So like the Crusaders, the Blues and whatnot, they're all owned by New Zealand Rugby so now is New South Wales Waratahs. So it's the first step in trying to sort out the mess that is the Australian rugby side. Would good. you, though, sir, would you join if you were the Reds or whatever, or would you want to stay independent?
0: Oh, you'd kind of do it for the cause, wouldn't you?
1: I think so. And also, I it's, think, you're passing yeah, off I all think, your liabilities. Yeah, it's, it's a so good idea. Yeah. If you don't make money, if you're, not, if you're losing it makes, money.
0: It's a good yeah. It's a good sort of, I don't know, plan as a, a company, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think so. Mate, it's time for listeners' questions, okay? So I want you to answer this question because I am biased. This has comes from Phil T. Uh, there are a number of Super Rugby m- uh, pre-season matches taking place over the coming weeks, but do you think the Crusaders can beat either Bristol Bears or Munster on their UK tour?
0: Um, I think they can win both. I think uh, it'll depend on the weather conditions. Um, I think if they hadn't lost uh, the most recent like cohort of All Blacks, then I would have said definitely. But it'll be closer because weather conditions... Um, pre-season for the Crusaders, mid-season for both of those clubs, Bristol and Munster, I think they'll be two really good games. I'm just not convinced
1: that um, Munster will put out a really strong team against them because they are still in the Champions Cup.
0: Yeah, why would Bristol risk injury?
1: Yeah, Bristol Bears... Maybe more likely to put out a better side, I would say, Mm. because they're kind of out of the running. But why would you risk your players when you're still in a big competition? So I'm going to say, Phil, uh, it's going to be tough though, isn't it? You know, as you say, it's like cold, it's going to be wet, it's going to be horrible. Um, They haven't had many runouts. I'd be surprised if they won, but fingers crossed, because, you know, we need to win a... To give Super Rugby a little bit of a, you know, dip. Saying yeah, we're still the big boys. We're still uh,
0: we can still we're still going to be the
1: ones to beat. Yeah, mate. My question to you though is, you need to answer this one honestly as well. Okay, would you take performance enhancing drugs if you knew you would not get caught? Hundred percent. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> but why right, would moral? You, uh, you know, <laughs> the morals of it. You know, cheating. So you are telling me you're sitting your uh, your, A-levels. If you're
0: not going to get caught, it's all right, isn't it?
1: All right. So you're sitting your A-levels and you know you're not going to get caught. Your teacher gives you the old winky winky. Yeah. All right. And you you do the old switcheroonie with your A-levels. Would you be happy to do that?
0: 100%. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I honestly couldn't Do do it. Do you know why I could do it? Why? Because it's just a piece of paper. Uh,
1: Okay. Yeah, I kind of get that. doesn't define you.
0: No, it doesn't. doesn't, but, But also, our employees, obviously, they're worried about the piece of paper, but are they really that bothered about what score you got? Maybe some are. Yeah, granted. But most now are bothered about the person that they're hiring. Are they, are they like their personality? Is their personality a good fit for our company? Yeah. Not, I, I oh, get this that. guy's the smartest person I know, but he's as, you know, dull as dishwater.
1: Yep. I get it. I get it. You make a good point. You make a good point. What about the performance enhancing drugs then? That's not just a piece of paper.
0: No, that's not just a piece of paper. But if you can get one step ahead of the rest, then so be it. You know, I'm. I can almost guarantee you, Damien, that most Olympic gold medalists will be on some form of performance-enhancing drugs. It's just their chemists are one step ahead of the, the drug chemists, as in like the anti-doping.
1: Now, here goes a good one for you, right? Okay, so this is where my loophole comes in for me. If someone came to me and said, here's a pill, all right, it's going to have the same effects as an anabolic steroid, but it's not against the rules at the moment, Yeah. It's not against the rules at the moment because it's so new that you know it. When they're testing it, it's still not going to show up. Then I'd say, "Yep, <laughs> sign me up to that yep. good stuff."
0: There and the reason go. is
1: because because it's not against the rules at the it's moment. Not cheating, yet it's not cheating at the moment. Is it cheating? Well, no, because if if I can get it. Then anyone could get it, and anyone could take it because it's not yep. against the rules. That's where where I'd be. But, but that's what's
0: happening at the it, moment.
1: Yeah, and I'm okay with that. You know, I'm kind of like, well, you know, if if the the, you know, is it in the spirit of the game? Well, you don't play but a lot you, of sports in the spirit of the game. Do you know what I mean? Not like at
0: a high that's, level,
1: that's part of the joy of playing at top level is you're always trying to push the rules. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't be an, an athlete, a competitor if you weren't pushing the rules. I so I kind of think, agree. you know, no problem there. But yes, if I knew it was on the band, I just wouldn't be able to sleep at night. I'd be like, even if you said to me, oh, you're not going to get caught, whatever. I still couldn't sleep at night. And you I just would feel.
0: You just take another drug to help you sleep.
1: I couldn't live with myself knowing that I was cheating is my point. Mate, have you got a question for me?
0: Well, Damien, I've actually got a little quiz for you.
1: Oh, do you?
0: Yes. Now, this is about um, numbers, so average numbers or attendances in stadiums. Okay. 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 So out of the top... Okay, so uh, the uh, we're going um, the Premiership. We're yep. going uh, the Japanese League. We're going okay. the MLR. Also, yes. MLR. I've got a new team for next year or okay. this coming season. Who are they? Um, we're going Super Rugby.
1: Yep,
0: and we're going the. Uh, Pro 14 or something like that, or is it the... Okay,
1: that's the French.
0: The French League.
1: So I am going, um, as in I've got to rank them, do I?
0: You've got to rank them.
1: Yeah. Okay. Average crowd attendance over the whole competition.
0: Over the whole competition. or I'm you, So f- there's, there's two. There's sort of the top attendance and average. Okay. Okay. Well, but what we can do is we can go through each one. So instead of you ranking, so we yeah. can go like okay, so top attendance. Oh, I? oh, oh, oh. carry
1: on. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for average attendance over competition. Okay. So I'm gonna say the top average attendance for the competition is the Japanese league.
0: I just need to bring it up. It's hard because it's sort of Toing and froing. Maybe I don't even have that. Great quiz, isn't it? Great. <laughs> quiz, oh, yeah, no, mate. I do have it. I do have it. I do have it. Okay. You think they're the top? Yes. You're wrong.
1: Oh, I'm going to say then France. France at one.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, you're right. Okay,
1: France at one. I'm going to say then. So it was. It was the French. The Japanese Super Rugby. The Premiership, the M L R. Okay, so I'm going to say France, France, Japan. Oh, second. and
0: the Champions uh, Cup.
1: The oh, the Champions Cup. That's going to be up okay. there. So that's going to be second. Champions Cup, second. Japan,
0: third. Yeah. So we've got France at number one. Yep. Average. Then we've got um, we have got the Premiership at number two. Wow, I'm surprised by that. So so France's average of 14,800.
1: Wow, okay. What's the premiership at?
0: Premiership is 13,300.
1: Okay. Then it's going to be Japan.
0: Now Japan is only at 11,700.
1: Okay. Is anyone is anyone in front of them though? Anyone else. So you've got France, um, Prem, Japan but is anyone in Champions front of them?
0: Champions Cup. Champions Cup was oh, 13,400, but that's just like yeah, that, the Heineken Cup, isn't it?
1: That's the Heineken Cup, so it did not count. So then yeah. Japanese after that. Yep. Oh, so then we're... Um, surely, 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 what's left? The, the Super Rugby's got to beat the MRL.
0: MRL. MLR. MLR. So... Yes, I've, I think the MLR is only like 8,000. I don't actually have, I've got their highest attendance, which was only yeah. 11,400.
1: Yeah, and what's so um, what's the Super Rugby's
0: average attendance? Super Rugby's average attendance is 11,500.
1: Oh, it's actually more than I thought it was going to be, eh? Yeah. More than I thought it was going to be. Cool. Actually, I've got a quiz for you, sir. Oh, excellent. So, and it's very similar. Can I just say that? It's like we've spoken about this. Mm. This is higher or lower, okay? So I'm going to give you two stadiums and you've got to work out which one is higher or lower than the, or which one is higher, okay? So we're going to start off by saying Twickenham has 82,000. Okay. That's what it holds. Does the Stade de France hold more or less than Twickenham?
0: Holds more.
1: That was loud. Wasn't it? <laughs> that was loud. I didn't you even are hear it. wrong. You are I didn't wrong. I hear it. Oh, there we go. I've got to put it on there. Um, no, you're wrong there, mate. It is under. It's just okay. smaller. Okay. So next one. What about Murrayfield? Yeah. Has 68,000. Yeah. Is the Stadio Olimpico in Rome bigger or smaller than Murrayfield?
0: Murrayfield's 60,000.
1: 68,000.
0: Wow. I think it's Is smaller. Wrong. I think you've it's done this quiz big, with me before.
1: <laughs> and no, not, not not on these ones. I've done it with the other stadium. But no, it's significantly more Stadio Olimpico, right? So actually, I've been there, and it's one of those annoying stadiums with the running track around the outside. Oh, yeah. And you are miles away from the pitch.
0: What? Um, how many does it have?
1: So it's got uh, 74,000. Okay. So significantly bigger. All right, moving on. Uh, the Aviva Stadium in Ireland or Eden Park? So the Aviva Stadium has uh, 53,000 seats. Is Eden Park bigger or smaller? Now, I'm guessing this is their normal, um, you know, when they had the World Cup, they put in additional seats and stuff.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Yeah. So this is the normal capacity.
0: How much was Aviva?
1: Fifty three thousand.
0: I think Eden Park's more, but only just. Wrong, mate. It's less. Three thousand less for the. Yeah, it was massive, wasn't it? Sixty four thousand or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, they offer. They obviously put in a hell of a lot more seats. Mate, you're doing really well on this quiz. Can I just say that? Wrong. All right, here you go. Is Westpac Stadium more or less than the Rotorua International Stadium? The Rotorua International Stadium holds thirty-four thousand. Is Does Westpac? It? <laughs> yeah. Is <laughs> <It's> we- loads? <laughs> Is Westpac bigger or smaller than that?
0: West Park, or or the is it is it called the Sky Stadium now in uh, in Wellington, in Wellington, the
1: Caketon, the Caketon,
0: Rotorua must be bigger. Then you going for bigger? Yeah. Oh, is it like thirty six thousand <laughs> or something?
1: Uh, it's Thirty four thousand five hundred. <laughs> so There's five hundred more seats. I was shocked. Hey, eh? Rotorua yeah. is wow. massive. Okay, last wow. ones. Last ones. The Forsyth Bar Stadium, is it bigger or smaller than the AMI or Orange Theory Stadium in Christchurch? Is Forsyth Bar bigger or smaller than the Orange Theory Stadium in Christchurch? It's bigger. You going Bigger. You're right. <laughs> oh, mate, you saved it, eh? Jeez. Jeez. Wait for this, though. The the Orange Theory Stadium, I think it's called that now, is 18,000. Wow. That's
0: and quite a fourths-
1: lot. No, it's not. It's tiny. Yeah. No, it's huge. Uh, and the fourth-size-bar stadium is 31,000? Is it 31? I'm shocked. I didn't think it looked that big.
0: I think we can't see the big stand though, eh? Where the cameras is, is the big stand? It goes right back. Wow, I'm actually
1: shocked. It's, it's you know, it's pretty close to the Cape tin. Yeah, and the Caketon's like circular with it's, oh, it's, it's an Cape odd shape. Whereas yeah. the fourth, the four size bar, you know, that is a rugby pitch. You're right yeah. on top
0: of the game. Although it's got stand, it's got standing area, doesn't it?
1: Does it? I don't think it does. Oh, no, it
0: doesn't. No, you're right, it doesn't.
1: That was the old house of pain, mate. House Mm. of pain. Mate, listen, that's the end of the show. Correct. What can people do to support us?
0: Uh, Like, share, subscribe, uh, email, uh, message. um, Patreon, link is below. below. Uh, Yeah, If you become a Patreon, then you become a, a member of our WhatsApp group. So please do sign up, you know, every little bit helps, uh, new new tech, um, all that sort of jazz to make our delivery to you better. And also the
1: Super Brew. So yes, Superbrew.
0: Sign Brew. 50-odd people have signed up, I think.
1: 50-odd people and yep. Six Nations is knocking on the door and I, I can't Six wait for it.
0: Nations is very, and Super Rugby very ain't soon. far
1: away as End well. End of next so week.
0: Yeah. Actually. End of next week, man. So we'll go anyway. through some stuff. Oh, there you go. 56 people.
1: Not me yet, but I'll be signing up tonight, sir.
0: There you go. Good man.
1: As always, it's been awesome doing the show with you, sir. Until next week.
0: See you later. <laughs> Podcast Network.